Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to Attacking Third, a CBS Sports soccer podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's show, we have a Barclays Women's Super League 101 for you. So excited to dive into Women's Super League content with everybody. A quick reminder... Before we get into this 101, you can watch all of our episodes and exclusive interviews on YouTube. Subscribe to our page to get notified when we go live at youtube.com slash attacking third. Let's get into it. It's a women's Super League extravaganza, and you can watch all women's Super League matches exclusively on Paramount Plus. And because we are so excited about it, we are doing a giveaway you can win a $100 Paramount Plus gift card to watch Women's Super League. All you need to do is subscribe to Attacking Third on YouTube, like this video and episode, and leave a comment on this episode with your social media handle, and we'll uh, take a look at your prediction of the team to win Women's Super League. So we'll pick a winner, and you'll get a one-year subscription to Paramount Plus Subscribe, like this video, and comment with your winner prediction and social media handle, and you could be the winner of the $100 Paramount Plus gift card. That's a nice little giveaway there, Lisa. It's huge. I mean, 100 bucks to Paramount Plus, it's a full year subscription. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Um, so, yeah, like this video, subscribe, and tell us who you think is going to win the Super League um, in the comments of this video, and you'll win. I get to pick those winners. It's really fun. I put all the names in, like, a, one of those, like, name generator things, yeah. and then it picks a winner, and then I DM you. It's really fun. We go back and forth. Um, yeah. But we've had a lot of winners, and I am excited to get into this. It's crazy that the Super League is starting this week september 10th um tune in on paramount plus there are a lot of great matches to watch we'll get into more of the nitty-gritty of what's happening in opening weekend of the super league later this week this whole week is full of women's super league content for our listeners and our fans because we know how much you love american soccer and and football in the states with the nwsl and the u.s women's national team and when we touch on the euros you guys are always so hyped so now that we get to talk about the super league um We'll fill you in on everything you need to know about it because there's a lot. And for those that maybe don't know anything about it, stick around. We've got you all covered for this. Yeah, this is really the episode for you. 
quite frankly. And you know what? If I were, you know, someone watching this, trying to get all the details, trying to check out the 101 and trying to win a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus, I would, you know, probably put my team on. My team's Chelsea. You know, I'll put myself on blast. Blue's going to be keeping a close eye on the games that happen on Paramount Plus. I'm excited about it for sure. For sure. I'm sure I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, throughout the duration of uh, Women's Super League on Paramount Plus that a team like, you know, attaches itself to your heart, Lisa. That's my <laughs> hope. That's my hope for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So full disclosure, before we went live, <laughs> we started recording. Sandra was like, hey, like, who's your team? Who are you supporting? And I said, I'm not attaching to my name to anyone <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm staying neutral. Um, my men's team is Tottenham. And I don't think I'm going to stick with Tottenham for the women's side. I mean, yes, of course, I'm going to watch all these games, cheer for all of them. Chelsea is incredibly entertaining to watch, but we'll see. I hope one team really comes out of the weeds for me and sticks into my heart as well. But anyone that doesn't have a team, keep listening. Maybe you'll find one after this episode because we're going to fill you guys all in on on what to do, who to watch, who to look out for, any names you might know, anything about the Super League that you want to know, you're about to find out right now. Yeah, that's right. We like to, uh, to 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 fill in everybody on all the information that they need to have to stay most up to date. So we're going to do that with this WSL 101. And later in the week, we're actually going to have a, a deep dive on Women's Super League with women's football writer Sophie Lawson. Um, thank you to her for joining us. And we're really excited for you all to check out that episode when it, uh, when it publishes. And uh, let's just dive in, Lisa. We got Barclay WSL. 101. Here's what we got to talk about. First, we got to talk about what is it? What is Women's <laughs> Super League, right? It's the top flight of women's football in England, and it is uh, a fully professional league with 12 teams. Seasons taking place from September to May each year, and this is going to be the 12th edition of it. Yeah, so it's just two years older than the NWSL. We know that we're celebrating the 10th year of that in the States. Um, how it works, it's similar to the men's side, honestly, in, in England and how they play. So each of the 12 teams, they play their opponents both home and away between September and May. And the top two teams at the end of the year, um, excuse me, the top three teams, it was recently expanded to the top three teams in the Super League, uh, qualify for the UEFA Women's Champions League. So that is the golden nugget. That's where these teams want to be. It's a it's a, another league that these teams can get into. Meanwhile, the bottom place team is relegated to the FA Women's Championship. So that um, is just below the Women's Super League. And then meanwhile, one team from the championship is promoted to the Super League each year. So last year, Birmingham City were relegated in the Super League. Um, they finished the year with 11 points. They've been in the Super League since 2011. Uh, first time that Birmingham City has been relegated, but they are out this year. We get Liverpool back into the Women's Super League. They were promoted from the championship last year. So now we've got our 12 teams to run through that will be in this year's edition of the Super League. I'm hyped for that. I, I think uh, in, in this part of the 101, I think uh, sort of highlighting that, that's probably one of the the key differences, right? I think in terms of like Women's Super League, 
compared to to NWSL. And we chat a little bit about this uh, as well with the uh, with Sophie. So please uh, stay tuned for for that episode. But you know, talking about how every single year there's uh, a bottom team, a bottom place team that is uh, relegated, and then you know a top team from uh, you know the uh, champions to to come on up essentially mm-hmm. so you see uh a difference you know um year to year sometimes depending i think on on the season uh which makes for an interesting 12 team race uh, you know in the following in the next following season so for for this upcoming season let's take a look at uh, all the 12 teams that are going to be involved it's going to be chelsea they're the reigning champions of the wsl closed out with 56 points. Arsenal were the runners-up last year. They narrowly missed out on the title by one point with 55 points. And uh, Kim Little is their captain, so we're going to talk a little bit about her a little later in the show. Might be a name that uh, is familiar with folks. In third place was West Ham United and uh, Ashton Villa as well. So that's kind of rounding out the the top four. It's kind of interesting to sort of know how, like, when you're looking at when you're looking at teams kind of running the table, um, taking a look at uh, taking a look at last year's standings compared to to this year's standings, uh, you have Chelsea at the top of the table, like for the last several seasons. Quite frankly, there hasn't really been a change from you know last year to this year in terms of. Uh, uh, top of the the standings essentially. So uh, I think taking a look at the rest of these teams, it's going to be an opportunity to maybe see, maybe make some picks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's see how I feel. But Chelsea Arsenal one and two, uh, number three Manchester City, number four Manchester United, number five Tottenham, number six West Ham, and number seven was uh, Brighton and uh Hargrove uh, number 8 was Reading uh number 9 was Aston Villa Everton Leicester City Birmingham City was the table for for last year and it's a little bit different mm-hmm. this year so with uh with Chelsea and Arsenal going 1 and 2 uh Manchester City Man United Tottenham Hotspur West Ham United Brighton and Hove Albion Reading Aston Villa Villa, excuse me, it's the Spanish speaking side <laughs> of my brain tuning in, y'all. It's going to happen. I'm going to just apologize <laughs> for it now as the season kicks off. Aston Villa finishing ninth place, Everton, Leicester City, Leicester City, excuse me, and Liverpool, the newly promoted women's champions winners. And it's going to be their first time back in the WSL since 2020. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think... Sort of looking at some of these teams, Lisa, I think you have to imagine that maybe the top, you know, top two to top four are probably going to be the teams that people are going to have their eyes on, right? As the season goes from September to May. For sure, Um, yeah. When you look at these teams, um, the 12 teams in it, yeah, Liverpool back since 2020. This is their their first time back in the WSL in a handful of years. But in terms of the points, and mainly just looking at last season, the 2020-2021 season, or 2021-2022 season, um, with Chelsea, Arsenal, City, and United at the top, those were the top four standings. When you look at the points disparity, how these teams finished out, Chelsea, of course, won the WSL. 
uh, by one point. They had 56 points and Arsenal right under them at 55 points. Meanwhile, City and United, 47 and 42 points, respectively, following right under them. And then there comes a little bit of a drop off. Tottenham with 32 points, West Ham with 27 points, and then so on and so forth with uh, Leicester City at the bottom. They finished... 11th, so just up from relegation with 13 points. So the points disparity from 11 points, who was Birmingham City, who actually got relegated last year, they had 11 points to Chelsea, who ended with 56 points. The disparity between top and bottom of this league is is there. There is disparity, let's just say. Um, and, and it comes down to the top three teams wanting to play in UEFA Champions League and the bottom teams really not trying to be relegated. They, they want to stay in this competition. They want to stay at the top of their game. Um, so just I, I think that's super interesting to look at about this Super League because it's not so much as like, hey, we just want to finish in the top three so we can get Champions League, but we don't want to leave the Super League. We don't want to go to Women's Championship. We want to stay in this top league um, and stay competing. So I think like some of those teams that are right in the middle, whether it's West Ham, Brighton and Hove Albion, Reading, Aston Villa, Everton, um, they're they're all really in that mix to kind of shuffle between 5th and 10th and place at any given point in this season. So um, it's kind of I interesting think, to like break it down that way. I think it sort of gives like... <sighs> I think at a certain point in the season for for women's super league, like you almost sort of have your eye on on two separate races, you know, yeah. like you're obviously looking um, even just going off of last season, like you're obviously looking at who's going to be coming out on top. Right. Like who's going to actually win the the shield. And it came down to like the last day and, and Chelsea ended up. Uh, winners on that one but you're also looking at the other side like it's I guess it's like a relegation race in, in that sense like you're trying to make sure Honestly, that it is yeah you're trying to make sure that you're not uh you're dropping you're not dropping off out of this uh you know fully professional women's league so um I, I would imagine that you know uh, in seasons past that there's were there were those type of two different uh ends of of the table that were being watched and i would imagine that that's likely going to be the case coming up in the 2022-23 season as well so we're going to keep our eyes on that for sure so we've gone through all 12 teams for everybody but you know what we we got to do we got to talk about some players in women's super league players that you got to keep an eye on big names you may have heard of and any familiar names that might resonate uh with fans that have might have played in the united states so we're going to go through the players of the women's super league right after a quick break when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's talk about some of the top players to watch 
in women's super league. We're just going to start at the top with, with, you know, winners, right? Chelsea players, Sam Kerr, maybe a player that folks are familiar with. If not, let's fill you in really quickly. Sam Kerr repping Chelsea FC was the top goal scorer in the 2021 and 2022 season with 20 goals. And uh, you might have some familiarity with this player. She's an Australian international, has competed uh, on the international stage with the Matildas for several years, but has also spent a lot of time uh, in NWSL. So fans of the NWSL uh, will get to be reintroduced via Paramount Plus, you know, quite frankly, to, to Sam Kerr. She had spent time uh, in the NWSL in its inaugural season all the way through to 2019, split her time between three clubs, the Western New York Flash from uh, 2013 to 14. Then uh, with a uh, former Gotham FC side, Sky Blue FC from 2015 to 2017. And uh, then finally with the Chicago Red Stars from 2018 to 2019. And she pretty much was just racking up golden boots <laughs> during her time in NWSL. And then it turns out she just went to another league and just could just has kept scoring ever since it's literally uh sam kerr scoring goals like that's just the full name sam scoring kerr scoring goals kerr um yeah truly a fantastic player she she won three golden boots in the nwsl she nwsl mvp just like running the nwsl and then she went over um to women's super league and and did the same thing right she scored 20 goals last year in the season um but in, in terms of top players and top people to watch obviously Sam Kerr at Chelsea and and I mean any of these players but some other names that might stick out to people uh with Arsenal is Vivian Miedema she was the number two goal scorer last year in the Super League she had 14 goals um so behind Kerr's 20 14 was the next biggest one that just goes to show you how much of a goal scorer Kerr is but Miedema 14 goals on the season she was also tied in the league for assists at eight she was tied with Beth Mead in that one as well. Uh, Mead also at Arsenal, who a lot of people might know as an English international. Um, but Miedema, another incredible player with Arsenal to watch. And, and remember, Chelsea and Arsenal are the basically the top front runners for this Women's Super League. They're coming off 56 and 55 points of the year. Like, just really incredible, a, a tight, close race. Um, but because we're coming off of a summer of a lot of football, Lots of different soccer to watch. And the Euros, where England hosts, they went on an incredible run. Um, there's a lot of familiar names, right, Sandra? We we talked about this, how a lot of people tuned in to the Euros. And if you're watching the Super League, there's going to be a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, absolutely. I think... We are still a little hungover from the summer of soccer, quite frankly. Uh, July was a massive, massive time um, for for football across the globe, quite frankly. Um, We got to see so many amazing performances. Probably one of the biggest storylines coming out of July was the fact that uh, England's women's national team went on to win the Euros. And you can find a number, in fact, several of the 2022 Euro champions across several teams in women's super league. So Lisa already mentioned Beth Mead, who had not just a really good season with club, 
last season, but an amazing campaign in the Euros with with England. But there's also uh, Lauren Hemp with Man City, Alicia Russo with with uh, Man United. You've got uh, Bethany England with Chelsea, Leah Galton with Man United, Georgia Stanway with with Man City, Ella Toon, Man United, Fran Kirby with Chelsea, Hannah Blundell with Man United. So you can you could find so many of these players across different squads quite frankly and continue to you know watch them and their performances not just for uh you know the linuses but uh for for club as well so it's a level of familiarity again there if you, if you were watching uh the July Euros but honestly if for whatever reason you were busy at the beach or had an active summer and didn't watch the euros those we're are not blaming uh, you we're not blaming you yeah no we're, if anything i'm like yes sign me up but you know if if you were unfamiliar with that just know that these are a number of players representing uh england uh english women's national team you could check out in women's super league as well but if you're here primarily as someone who loves nwsl and you're like you know what i already subscribed to paramount plus i watch a ton of nwsl matches now I'm going to get into Women's Super League as well. There's a ton of crossover here, which I think is most exciting for for you and I, Lisa, because it's like we were thinking about how much overlap there is and how how many players, you know, have, have ties to, you know, NWSL clubs, their former clubs at, at this point, but um, now find themselves having success uh, in in women's super league, you know we uh, obviously the biggest one is we mentioned Sam Kerr, probably one of the more prolific players still uh, playing uh, over overseas in in women's super league. But we said racking up golden boots during her time in NWSL, making playoff appearances uh, with the Chicago Red Stars, and um, you know now racking up titles in in women's super league. But there's a ton of other players. Uh, across women's super league here with ties to, you know, other national teams, whether it's, uh, you know, Scotland's uh, women's national team or, you know, Iceland's women's national team or even CONCACAF players as well. So we'll get into that. But some other players that uh, NWSL fans uh, might be familiar with uh, overseas with women's super leagues, uh, Rachel Corsi, she's somebody who uh, spent some time, uh, in NWSL since 2015, Scottish International was with Seattle Reign from 2015 to 2017 in Utah Royals from 2018 to 2020. And they had a brief stint with Kansas City Current before making the move to Aston Villa now. Yeah, Rachel Corsi, definitely a big player that NWSL fans will remember from her time in the NWSL. Also, Kim Little, she spent time here um, previously before this season as well. So from 2014 to 2016, she was with Seattle Reign. And then most recently, she came on loan to OL Reign over the summer. Little plays for Arsenal, so you can watch her there. Um, a player that was with the Thorns, uh, Dangy Brinjar daughter. Uh, yeah, Bryn, Bryn, Brinjar's daughter. Brinier's daughter yeah. uh, with the Thorns from 2016 to 2019. Um, they play for West Ham United at this point. Shalina Zadorsky, uh, she's a Canadian international, but she also had time in the NWSL. She played with the Spirit from 16 to 17 and then spent 
a handful of years with Orlando Pride from 2018 to 2020. Uh, she currently plays for Tottenham Hotspur, who was most recently actually back in the United States. We had yeah. a fantastic interview with Selena about coming to play in the Women's Cup at Racing Louisville against teams like O.L. Reign, uh, players that she is very familiar with. She talked about her beef with some of the the players and, and knowing them as former teammates and being on the Canadian international team and understanding uh, so many different levels of that. I mean, that was such a fantastic interview Um a month ago not yeah. even it feels like a month ago my time is warped yeah. Sandra, maybe, maybe like a few weeks women's cup was what like august i think august 17th through the yeah, 20th so august 14th weeks. through the 20th so we're already like first week of september we're here <laughs> we're talking women's super league but that was a fantastic yeah. interview with shalina zadorsky go check that out for sure yeah the audience you don't have to go you don't have to go that far back into time to look for for the episode because it's only been uh been a couple weeks uh, it feels like yesterday quite frankly uh but, um, yeah, I was I was like part of the us getting the broadcast rights at Paramount Plus. I was uh, particularly high was because this is what this is the part that resonated for me. I was like, oh, my goodness, like going to get to see Kim Little in action yes. again, uh, you know, and, and, and get to watch her like on, on the regular, like used to watch her with the uh, Seattle rain. But. You know, we had that brief, she had that brief stint with all well. So we got to like get reintroduced to her once more. And uh, now she's going to be spending all her time in uh, with, with Arsenal in the, in the Women's Super League. But, you know, Bringe's, uh, Bringe's daughter winning a NWSL championship with the Thorns yeah. during her time here. So ton of overlap. You know, it's not just players, quite frankly. It's, you know, there's actually head coaches as well with the, you know, National Women's Soccer League connections. Um, Mark Skinner, lead coach of... Uh, of Manchester United at the moment. Uh, Matt Beard is also someone who has spent some time coaching in NWSL. Skinner had his time primarily with Orlando Pride. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Matt Beard was uh, predominantly with uh, Boston Breakers during his time with NWSL. So that's definitely a throwback. D wasn't uh, aware that I was going to be making a Boston Breakers reference <laughs> on a Women's Super League 101 episode. But hey. Here we are. When there's overlap, you gotta talk about it. Uh, but yeah, cool to see some coaches. You know, also have you know had who have had some experience playing in the or excuse me, coaching in the United States. Um, but there's also you know we're talking a little bit about the summer of soccer and how we saw you know the Lionesses go on and win the Euros. But there was also the Concacaf W Championship that took place. So there are going to be a ton of players who are representing CONCACAF mm -hmm. nations in the Women's Super League that you will be able to watch during this upcoming season with their respective WSL sides. And I'm I'm really excited about so many of these players, particularly Khadija Buchanan, because she Same. is linking up with Chelsea. That was one of like that was one of the signings uh in the offseason that really kind of uh threw things off. But she's a player representing Chelsea now and uh Canada's national team. But she's not the only one, Lisa. She's not. I mean, Bunny Shaw, that was it's such a huge signing. Um, but she spent time with City before. That's who she was with last year. And and everyone knows Bunny Shaw from the Jamaican women's national team. Um, she just runs it. Also on that team, Drew Spence, who plays for Tottenham now. Um, but a lot of Canadian internationals play in the WSL. Of course, we talked about Shalina Zadorsky. Kadisha Buchanan plays uh, for Chelsea. Uh, Deanne Rose plays for Reading. Jesse Fleming also 
with Chelsea. So a lot of familiar faces if if you're stuck in, um, not stuck, but like, you know, a lot of NWSL, CONCACAF, yeah. you watch the W Championship. Like there are so many familiar faces that once you start watching the WSL, you'll be amazed at how many players you actually know. Yeah. And then all of the new players you get to learn that have spent a lot of their time in the Super League and, and understanding the European side of things. Because having different, I mean, like the different nationalities and the different styles of football all come together to play and compete. That's what makes some of these teams so lethal. I mean, we just talked about Bunny Shaw going uh, from city to Chelsea. Like Chelsea is just acquiring incredible, incredible players to kind of strengthen their roster, deepen their bench. Um, I mean, this season of the super league is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'm super hyped for it. I'm I'm, like, that's the part that I'm really excited you know, for, for me, for Sandra, like, yeah, like getting to, to line up all the soccer that I'm going to be watching, but is like kind of getting like, you know, uh, reintroduced to, to some of these players, players who were participating in, you know, CONCACAF W championship or the players that have had ties to, to both, to both NWSL and playing and representing CONCACAF, uh, regions, you know, and, um, you know, Adriana Leone is is another player. Uh, going to be uh, with a new team actually uh, with Manchester United after you know spending some time. I believe it was with uh, with West Ham and uh, and Matt Beard. But you know, this was we're talking about like players who could you know have an impact in in front of goal and probably you know maybe be on some of the highlight reels. You know, Leone is is one of these uh, attacking players that can sometimes shake some things up you know for 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 opposition so um a lot of players here uh for folks to get acquainted with or reacquainted with um on on their respective club teams and uh we're excited to to basically be here to to provide as much coverage as possible uh of the upcoming women's super league season it's here it's here lisa it's finally arrived (laughs) <laughs> it is finally here. You can catch everything on Paramount Plus starting September 10th. It's We're literally here. It's happening. Um, this was fantastic. Remember, this was just a quick little skim across the top of Super League. It was a 101. We have an incredible conversation with uh, women's football journalist Sophie Lawson later this week coming out. We do a bit of a deeper dive, talk a little bit more about the nitty gritty of the Super League. She gives us her insights, who to look out for, who to watch for. It's um, it's really fantastic. We're gearing everyone up for the start of the Super League on the 10th. It's It's here. Keep that energy going. Keep it going. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Attacking Third. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Attacking Third. And don't forget, you can win a $100 Paramount Plus gift card. Subscribe to us on YouTube, like this video, and drop your social media handle in the comments with your pick of the team to win Women's Super League. Stay tuned for more on Women's Super League and our exclusive deep dive with Sophie Lawson. For Sandra Herrera and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!